when you just talk about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for listening. I am your host, Michael Gomez, alongside with my co-host, Anthony Patton. And I just want to say, if this is your first time listening, thank you. Hope you tune in next week. And I, and it's going to be a good little show. This is Big Brother Sports Talk, episode 15. Today is Thursday, January 3rd. Um, if you don't yet, make sure you follow us on Twitter, PatMoolah50856Phillybabygomez06. And today is January 3rd. Fresh nope. into and the new year. Yeah, we wanna we wanna say happy new year to everybody. We hope you brought in the new year with your family, your loved ones. Hey, anybody. Yeah. Should be a good year for sports and, and anything else. Yeah, so with that being said, opening topic today, you sent me you sent me a few text messages, Ant. Um what was one of the first things you want to talk about? I want I wanted to talk about uh Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. Um, Nick Foles is undefeated this year. Yeah. Are the Eagles Super Bowl contenders again with Nick Foles under center? With all due respect, I don't think they are. I don't think the Eagles, like, if you listen to last week's podcast, Dariq kind of said, I don't know if the Eagles can go out and beat Chicago, Chicago, Rams, or the Saints. I just think that's a not, lot. I, yeah, I just think they're not healthy enough right now. Um, and they're still missing about but, 11, 11, 12 players. But we say, but we say it, and then they go out and surprise you. Yeah, they have. The Eagles this week played a tough game. I honestly think anything goes at this point. I think, I think they are. And like, like, like Derek said, you don't think Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. Still hasn't lost a game since he's since since Carson Wentz was injured last year. Nick Foles still hasn't lost. He's hot. He's got the hot hand. That's right now. six or seven straight for Nick. Yeah. Well, more than that because not counting the playoffs. I would. It's easily. It's easy to say the Eagles definitely got a confidence. They got a little boost in confidence with Nick Foles under center. Yeah, it seems like they rallied behind him. It's weird that you you know you see that. The Eagles look better with Foles than And it's than crazy because Carson Wentz is a better quarterback. Yes, We're not saying 100%. that Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz and the Eagles need to abandon Carson Wentz or anything like that. But the proof is in the pudding. When Nick Foles is on the field with this with this roster right here, they They're find better. a way to get it done. Yeah. They get it done. They and play in, harder. And one thing that we all I was with some Eagles fans this week watching the game. It's clear as day. That Carson Wentz doesn't really get Alshon Jeffries involved at all. No. When Alshon Jeffries and Carson Wentz are on the field, to be honest, we don't they even don't know. Al- no, we no don't even connection. know Alshon Jeffries is on the field when yeah. Carson Wentz is quarterback. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And Nick Foles, and that's like one of their their big playmakers. You know, they they signed him to you know last year, and that's someone that they have to get involved. He could be a star wide receiver in the league, but it seems that. Carson once just neglects that, but Nick Foles finds him, puts him in the right positions to catch the football, and he makes plays for his team when Foles is on the field. 
But with but with the next text message you sent me, should Nick Foles be the quarterback the Eagles build around? Absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. There's no way. Carson, I mean, Nick Foles is proven. Whenever Nick Foles is the starting quarterback, it's not good. When he was on the Rams, he wasn't on the Rams for too long. I think I, I think I give him a little bit of a pass for that one because Jeff Fisher was still the coach there, yeah. and I mean we can we give all him, know we Jeff can give Fisher. him excuses. We can, yeah. <laughs> um, then he went to KC. It didn't really work out. I don't think he even played that much. Alex Smith was there and stuff. And then, but you know, he's shown it before that he can step in, lead a team to a winning season. You know, like he did in what was it, 2013, when he had that historical year with. My uh, Mike Vick getting injured, I believe, and having 27 TDs and two picks. But again, that's also Nick Foles playing with other teams having minimal tape on him. Yeah, that's true. Nick Foles played three weeks this year. Where's the tape of Nick Foles? Yeah, we we haven't we year. haven't got ready for Nick Foles yeah. yet. But I think the Eagles not contenders this year. They're more pretenders. Because yeah. there, there's, I don't see the Eagles going into New Orleans, knocking off them. But they got to go to Chicago first. Yeah, I, I don't even see that, honestly. Tough the place Bears to play. Defense Tough defense. Oh, man. It's crazy. And the Eagles offensive line, as much as we want to hype Nick Foles up, they're still banged up. Yeah. And they're not elite. And when you're playing Kyle Mack, he gonna eat you up if you ain't in pause. It's not just Khalil Mack. It's, it's the whole front line. Hicks. Yeah, it's the whole. You got. You got there. I I uh, heard a thing this morning that um, eleven different players on the Bears defense have an interception. Fifteen different players on their defense have a sack. They lead in turnover differential. I'm pretty sure they lead in turnovers. Period and interceptions. So. That defense is lethal. They they got a lot of, a lot to get ready for. Yeah, so I think the Bears are gonna knock them off. Yeah, I don't think the Eagles survive. I I think both teams from the NFC East. Who the, who the Cowboys? Who are the Cowboys playing? They play Seattle at home. Oh, that's gonna be a tough game. They're in AT and T. Oh yeah, because they won a the division, obviously. But that's gonna be a tough game for the Cowboys. If the Cowboys can get past that game, I'm not gonna lie. They might have a chance. Yeah, but I th- we saw I, what Dallas, what Dallas, Dallas. We saw what Dallas did to New Orleans. Yeah, they. Um, but I think Seattle and Dallas played earlier in the season, and Seattle won. But it was in Seattle. I think I think the Cowboys have more of a chance this week than the Eagles do of winning. But agree. I think I think both of them get knocked out. Okay, so but we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Next topic I want to talk about is a little bit of UFC, and I want to hear your opinion on it. We don't even really got to talk about the fights. On Saturday, John Jones did eventually come back to the UFC after serving a year suspension for doing steroids. And they found out a few days before the fight that he did fail an (laughs) an additional drug test, but they said... Uh, oh, it's a little amount. It's from last year. It's from this. It's from that. And they I'm, had to move the fight. Too, I'm right? calling bullshit on the UFC. Yeah. Frank Mir, UFC fighter, failed the same type of drug test as John Jones did. You mm-hmm. know what Frank Mir got? What did he get? Two year suspension. Damn. 
And from <gasps> Brandon Swab or whatever the guy is. I don't know. He's a UFC guy. USADA, the guy who runs USADA, has an office in the UFC building. Let's be honest. The UFC needs John Jones. Yeah. And That's I th- what it seems like. They need him more than ever. I was talking to Dariq last night, and I agree. They need him, need him, need him bad. So, Dana White, another segment that I got, was beef, I got beef, all of it. Dana White, you're nasty. You're disgusting, Dana. You are the worst commissioner, whatever we want to call you, of any major sports teams. Because this is what Dana White does. If you make money, we don't give a fuck about what you do. Right. If you're Conor McGregor, you can throw you can throw chairs at a bus. Chairs, you can throw dollies, you can do whatever you want. And still be in, in my professional league or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that ruins the legit legitimacy of the UFC when I honestly think they're covering up the John Jones shit. Las Vegas, the fight capital of the world, told the UFC, you can't fight here. We don't know enough. We need to look into this situation. Yeah. So that's saying something. That's saying Las Vegas was like, whoa, that's a little sketchy. You can't fight here. Where did it get moved to? I know it got moved. To Inglewood in L.A. Okay. Okay. Somewhere in California because the Nevada state wouldn't let him fight because they didn't know enough information on the failed drug test that John Jones failed. So Dana White, you're a disgusting, nasty person because a sport can't be legitimate if you play favoritism like these little like these like these fighters are your kids. And then because, he has the nerve to come and talk about Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya has every right to talk about Dana White, but Oscar De La Hoya is washed up and yeah. old. But Dana White, you'd get beat up by by Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> Let's be honest. And I'm going on a rant because I I. As a UFC, I know some people that are UFC fans. My brother and my brother-in-law literally had to cancel their trip because Dana White made one person more important than the whole entire organization. So what are you saying to the fans, Dana? You're saying, fuck you guys. You guys don't mean shit. I need John Jones. I don't care. And then the first thing Dana White does after the fight press conference is pulls out a piece of paper and says... Oh, we sold out the arena. Numbers looking good. When people go out and say stuff like that, and do you know what you know what's really going on? They only care about the money. No, that and something else. What is? You're it? struggling. You're yeah. trying to convince ESPN. You're trying to convince the Walt Disney Company that doing well. they're making the right move. Yeah. That they're signing you and they're about to get an amazing product. The NFL doesn't announce Super Bowl numbers. We know what's going on with yeah. that. We we they don't need to announce that. We know how many people watch it. We, we don't, know it's like it's, one it's of the most obvious. Watched exactly, events. it's obvious. So I'm being a real hard critic on Dana White, but you're As nasty. You you're nasty. You're making we one person should. more important than the whole whole organization. And how do you think if you're a fighter, right? Let's say you're a fighter and you're from, what? Let's say Denmark. Let's just use that as an example. You fly all the way to Vegas. You fly your family. You fly your kids. And then two days before the white Dana, two nights before the fight, Dana calls you up. Hey, we moving it out. Figure it out. Dana, pay for their hotels. Recoup that. Recoup all the money that these people paid, because it's unfair to every fighter. You, Dana White, you're saying fuck you if you're not Don, if you're not John Jones or Conor McGregor. Fuck you. You don't mean shit to us. Basically. 
and you're saying, fuck the fans. We don't care what we're going to do, whatever. And as a fan, we need to do better because do you know why Dana White does that? And you know why the NFL doesn't change anything? Because on Saturday night and Sunday morning, what we going to be doing at? Talking about football. We're going to be talking about it and we're going to be watching everything. Yep. More people watch more people watch the NFL than they do the UFC, probably like double the amount. So probably. Dana White. This you, this ESPN deal and all this the the legitimacy of the UFC is at its 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 low point. And this is also what I want to say, Ant. I think John Jones should just get banned. I'm going on a I'm going on but a he rant. Wouldn't, he probably would. Going on a rant. But this is also what I got to say. Uh, Dana White, you're nasty. You're disgusting. <laughs> I just can't keep I just can't can't keep it up because if Nate or Nick Diaz or any other fight did what Conor McGregor did, you'd be dragging their name through the mud. Oh, they're this and that. If any other fighter was disrespecting people's countries, religions, and all that, you would say, oh, you're, you, you can't, you got to conduct yourself you in the right anymore. way, this and that. So, and, 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 the, and the last thing I'll say on the UFC, because I don't want to spend 45 minutes talking about the UFC, because I could spend 10 hours complaining about that organization and how it's bullshit. The UFC signed the Reebok deal. I got two more things. And Ant's just hanging out right now because I'm talking my shit. You, the UFC saying, changed man. their... They signed a deal with Reebok, right? So now every fighter has to wear Reebok and they can't have endorsement deals anymore because they are forced to wear these UFC branded uniform trunks. Hey, it's, I understand it because it makes it look a little more... Organized. Organized and, and things like that. But you're taking money out of the fighter's pockets. Yep. Because... Burger King paid Anderson Silva about five years ago, five, six years ago. They paid him almost a million dollars to wear a Burger King logo on his thing. UFC, are you going to pay Are you gonna pay the fighters more money because they're losing opportunities on endorsements? Yeah, they should. They, no, they should. they're not. They should. They're not. Do you know who's casting out on the Reebok deal? Dana White, not the fighters. How many UFC fighters are making boxing money? Conor McGregor, the biggest fighter in the UFC, had to go fight. Floyd Mayweather, a boxer in a boxing ring. Yeah, to step outside of his. And then smart. Dana White has the audacity to say that Delahoy De is this bad, horrible person. Delahoy made more in one fight than your whole entire organization did last when we fought on Saturday. Crazy. When Floyd makes thirty-five million dollars, it's like <laughs> Can Canelo signed a deal with the Zone. His deal is like three hundred million for so many fights, ten fights. That's an average of like thirty, thirty-five million dollars per fight. Name a UFC fighter that has made remotely anywhere close to that money, Dana White. You can't. You can't because they they don't make that. You money. can't. And final thing, final thing. Stick with me. Bear with me. The UFC figure out who can jump out of the ring and who can't. I watched all the fights last on the main card on Saturday. About three of the five fights, people hopped out of the ring. How do you control when someone's going to hop out of the ring and fight the crowd and hop out of the ring and celebrate? We got to make a rule. We got to say, yo, you cannot Man, jump out of the ring. Because when people jump out of the ring, you don't know what they're going to do. Right. Are they jumping out of the ring to fight the crowd like, like Khabib? Or, or are they jumping out of the ring... To come shake Dana White's hand. In this, that is the same exact thing, Dana. Jumping out of the ring can lead to something ugly. We saw what happened when Khabib jumped out of the ring. UFC brawl. 
And then the UFC acts like that event did not happen. They just they just try and cover everything. Because they're up. nasty. They're disgusting. It's very sketchy. You have UFC no morals and values. No control. And then people anyone. have and then everybody who watches the UFC, I hope you guys don't say anything about what the NFL's doing. If if the if the UFC fighters and the UFC organization has anything to say about the NFL, you get a nasty award. Because they can't say anything bad about the NFL because the NFL blows them out of the water. In every statistic. Yes. Find a way to make a rule that people aren't allowed to jump out of the ring or you're allowed to jump out of the ring. We got to clear that up because if we're – because UFC, I, I'm not turning on ESPN to watch Amateur Hour. There's too many bum fights. There's too many guys we don't know who they are. It's 2019. The way to capture fans is harder than it's ever been. I'm not watching 10 versus 11 rank. Yeah. What I'm turning on ESPN, 10 versus 11 rank. You want that one versus two. I, I want to see. Names you've heard before. And I want to see it be exciting. Like, yeah. like, like, like Thomas said, UFC is, like Thomas Lamana said, it, it's like there's, there's prize fighting and then there's, and then there's pride. pride fighting. The UFC is all pride fighting. There's no so. There's like, and then Dana White always like he he'll he'll be mad at fighters when they don't have exciting fights. Dana, I can't afford to lose. Like I can't afford to go throw bombs. I have a family. I need to build my resume. It's like I know people hate boxing, but that's what boxers do. You build your resume. You start get bigger checks. You do this. You might fight boring fights, but you know what's better than a loss? A boring fight. I'm not and gonna it's go a out there fight that you possibly win that's so like roger goodell that's coming that out that's like roger goodell or the commissioner of the M nba or the commissioner of the mlb say yo stop bunting the ball that's boring i don't want to watch that that fight was trash or, or stop You'll running the ball stop boring. running the ball you'll never play primetime football games ever again if you do that and dana white's a liar dana white said john jones will never be a, a main card ever again john jones comes off a of suspension after a year his first event what is he Main card. Main card. Dana White, you're a fraud. You're a liar. You're a fraud. You're a liar. I've always had beef with this guy. He's nasty. You don't care about fighters like having these. Like you got to have a resume to to make big bucks. You you, you just can't be like yeah every fight's gonna be a bomb explosion like it's unrealistic. I'm 20 minute rant. I'm on a 20 minute rant about the UFC. So I hope some of you guys agree because I think it's clear as day what I'm saying. Oh, you'll never be a main event again. First fight you come back, you're a main event. John Jones hasn't changed either. He's in yep. post post interviews, still, cussing people out, got an attitude. John Jones is never going to change. Tests. Still failing drug test. Probably fail another one before you know. The He's year. the same person. <laughs> He's the same person. Yeah. If Dana White had any, any, like, class, as soon as John would have, would have, would have, as soon as we had to move the event, John, you're done. Sorry. Yeah. Can't do it. I, I think. But they need him because the product is not amazing without him. I think the UFC needs to find another star fighter and they need to find it quick. So when John Jones does mess up as he does, they can just ban him. 
and then they can lean on that other fighter to to pull in some of their ratings and and get some of their money up because John Jones is just not cutting it right now for them. He's, he's not, not at all. He's not reliable enough. No. That's mm-hmm. like you can I mean he's he showed you before why he isn't. Not any sport in the world can you do what he did and, and still, still be, be the main it. event. Yeah, it's Bro, it's outrageous. Kareem Hunt is suspended indefinitely for something that he did months ago. You don't think the NFL needs Kareem Hunt? You don't think the NFL you don't think the Chiefs need him? You don't think the Chiefs lost money? They're they're struggling. You don't think fans are mad? Like like but but like we 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 always sit here and talk about how these professional sports leagues only care about money. If the NFL only cared about money, they would have told Kareem Hunt, you know what, you good. Yeah. We're gonna let you ride. Cause literally that's what Dana White's saying. Dana White's saying, yo, if you make us money, do whatever you want. And the NFL can't make themselves look like a hypocrite because they Ray Rice was kicked out and now Kareem Hunt did kind of the same thing. So it's like we have to do this. Yeah. Because we did it with him. You know, we have to be consistent in the way that we handle these players that get in trouble for doing these things. Agreed. But I want to talk about this last thing. Did you see Floyd Mayweather do the he's a little <laughs> That's a joke. That was so I was I was watching it and I was like, this looks like like Photoshop. This is a joke. Yeah. Floyd, Floyd is a Cut joke. that shit out, Floyd. As a real sports fan. Cut that shit out. Nobody I wants to see that. I don't want to see you sprawl or bra- I mean, what is it? Spar an exhibition match. Like nobody cares. Get that shit out of here, Floyd. Are you broke? If you broke, tell us. Um, did you see that Manny Pacquiao like took a shot? Yeah, Floyd, Floyd saying that oh, fight somebody, something, something. He says here's here's an early New Year's resolution to continue to only fight experienced opponents who are my size. Or bigger. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Manny Pacquiao... Wait, doesn't Manny Pacquiao fight soon? He has an upcoming fight this month against Adrian Bronner. Ooh. I, I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to tune in. We've talked about that on the yep. podcast. But let's 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 move on from, yeah. from combat sports. And I want to talk about... Um, the MLB? Uh, yeah, we could talk on that real quick. Real, real brief. Troy Tulowinski, if you remember a few podcasts back, he you was were talking released. Highly of him, right? Yeah, I, I like him still. I seen I think that last night. He went to the signs Yankees. to the Yankees on a minimal deal, minimal deal, Short which stop. makes sense. Uh, yeah, with Didi Degorius out, I don't think that is their solution for that shortstop position. I just think they're grabbing some depth. You know yeah. what I mean? I just mm-hmm. think it's a roster spot. Another bad move. Yeah, it's not. It's not. He can still he can still produce a little bit. Nelson Cruz signs to the Twins. I talked about Nelson Cruz on the podcast before. If you need 30 home runs, you need someone to drive in 90, 90 RBIs. He's your man. Good move, twins. Chris Bryan and Bryce Harper celebrate New Year's together. Are we flirting with a, a, a Chicago Cubs Bryce Harper? That would be insane. That would be a good move for the Cubs. Chris Bryan won like a rookie of the year, didn't he, or something like that? Yeah, he did. And they won. And he has a World Series yep. ring. Mm-hmm. Ended the, the drought so with the Cubs. They they could they could get themselves definitely back into contention with really a move quick like that really, really quick. quick yep so MLB that's all who you and and another question to the fans who signs first Manny or Bryce I think Bryce signs second Manny will probably sign first but the bigger guy is gonna sign second there's Who's, no way who, yeah I was gonna say who do you think you so you think that Harper is gonna get the bigger deal 
I don't know. I don't know what type of deal we're looking at because I think teams don't want to sign long-term 10-year deals yeah. anymore. Like example, JD Martinez, right? A damn near top 5 MVP. He was top 5 in the MVP this year. Last year, I laughed him out of the room. He said he wanted $300 million. Whoa. The Red Sox signed him for 150. And then he goes out and has damn near a triple crown season. So what like if any other franchise is watching the Boston Red Sox, you're saying, how about we don't pay him 300? Sign him short term, give him less, and they're still gonna keep, they're still gonna give you a three hundred million dollar season. Yeah. I don't I don't see I think him doing what he did hurt MLB free agency. Because teams don't want to sign ten year deals. So what Bryce Harper should go up and say, I talked about this with my friend Darren. What the Bryce Harper should say is, I want five years, give me two hundred and fifty million for five years, you can have me in my prime. Pay me my money all together because you're going to get that value. If you send me oh, for yeah. 10, you won't get that past five. Yep. So just give me it all you're getting in five. five years locked so, down so you get the best five and I get all my money that I want. Mm-hmm. So maybe I think that, smart. that teams and players maybe should look at more short-term deals and get just get bigger contracts. Rather than signing for $30 million a year, he'll make $50 million a year. Which sounds crazy, but that's how you get... Your money. Your value. Yeah. You get best five years, and you're just going to pay him all 10 in that five. Yeah, the team gets your best years. And you get your and money. And you get your best money of your career. So it's kind of like a win-win for each side. And, and you're going to, and if you do sign, and if you did sign him for the 10 years, you're going to pay them that regardless. Yeah. Especially in MLB. It's like A-Rod, he signed a 10-year deal. The Yankees paid him like two or three seasons, and he wasn't even on the field. So why not give him all the money and then just let him ride? Yeah. But week 16 in the NFL. Oh, no, 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 no. Not even NFL yet. We'll, we'll, we'll go real fast through the college football because the two games that came on on the 29th, we're going to say they were layup games. Notre Dame. Dominated. Yo, voters, stop putting these guys in. They got Stop putting them in. Please. Clemson's offense is explosive. Explosive. Like we've talked about, we don't understand how three of those teams are playing in their respective conference championship game, and Notre Dame gets to sit home and be like, drink some tea and relax and watch them. And then they go out and get destroyed. They don't. They don't belong there. It wasn't even. It, what did they score? Three points. Yeah, you yeah. almost got shut out. Just like, and I seen a thing. It said, Notre Dame and, and BCS bowl games. They they don't they don't win. They don't do anything. They get destroyed. Oh, I see Ant flexing with the blue iPhone. Oh yeah, I this got, is not a sponsor. I got the new uh, iPhone XR. Got the new <laughs> Notre Dame in BCS. Or New Year's Six Bowls. Ready? Listen. 2000, they lost 41-9 to to Oregon State. Blowout. 2005, 34-20 to, to Ohio uh, State. All right, all right. Uh, it, gets, it gets worse. 2006, 41-14 to, to LSU. Blowout. National Championship against Alabama in 2012, 42-14. We all know what happened there. 
2005, 44-28, Ohio State. Let me calm below out. Saturday to Clemson, 30-3. So... If we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna be biased and give teams that have done good extra credit like we do with like some of the bigger name schools, then we gotta take that into account in, into accountability because Notre Dame. Y'all get blown out every time you get in a big game. And then the last game and then the second game that night. To be honest, I think we should call the college football playoff the Alabama Invitational. Yeah. They've literally been in every single playoff. Is it safe to say Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach ever? Yeah, I think so. That's what you call a dynasty. It hurts to say it, but yeah. It's a dynasty. Yeah, he is. The college football playoff belongs... Alabama. To the Alabama Crimson Tide. There, I think there was only one time they didn't make it to the national championship, and that was when um, Ohio State. Uh, Be, yeah, beat them. Okay, that's when Ohio State ended up winning Zeke the national Elliott, title yeah, too. Against Oregon. Yeah, that's another team that disappoints in BCS games. They always were undefeated, would always compete, and then when they had to play a real competitive game, that was they with the Mariota era. They would always come up just a tad bit short. Yeah, just a tad bit short, mm-hmm. but. Oklahoma, Bama, Bama came out hot, dominated, and I feel like they did take the pedal off, like I wrote in the notes. They took the foot off the pedal. Hey, hey, I mean, they weren't stressing it. They only won by 11 points. Yeah, that's why. When you've seen it was like a two or three touchdown lead at one point. It was ugly at one point, and then when I turned, when I looked at the score, I was like, oh, what happened? What happened with that? But Bama Clemson, if anybody can beat Alabama— I would say it's Clemson. Oh yeah. If there's anyone, they match up. They match up so well against Alabama on defense, and and the, that Clemson offense is, is scary. It's something crazy. Yeah. It is. It is definitely top notch college football offense. So it is. A, it is watching another Alabama national championship, but I don't think it'll disappoint. Um, this should be a very very good game between these two teams. It's what the third. The third national championship game against these two, and the yeah. fourth uh, college football playoff meeting. Yeah, because I, I think remember they played they, last they, year. Clemson beat them, Bama beat them, and now this will be their third together. Yeah, and then last year they played in the semifinals, and Alabama won. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. Clemson. So it's their fourth meeting. Just the third. And fourth uh, in national championship. Oh, so yeah. it's four years, and they've met each other four times. Yep crazy that's a good that's a new rival yeah in college football that no one discusses i think this is the like Dabo Sweeney's amazing coach great yeah, coach yeah this is like the tiebreaker for them in the isn't Dabo a Alabama quarterback i don't re- i don't i don't remember i'd have to look up on that but i i will be very excited if clemson wins i really i really want to watch this game yeah me too i'm gonna be tuned in a hundred percent but ucf Falls to LSU, 25-game winning streak. Yo, you've seen Avengers? You've seen Avengers, right? The new one? Yeah, yeah, You, you see the end when they all turn to dust? Yeah. You, UCF, that's the streak. I don't feel so good. They're not feeling good. they not. I thought they had a, they had an opportunity to win that football game. It was they a were close up. game. It was they close. They were up. LSU rallied late. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. It, in the beginning of the game, UCF had a big this interception. Touchdown. It looks like it was about to be done. And it's crazy because UCF did that last year against Auburn in their bowl game, had an interception return for a touchdown. They dominated Auburn. Same thing, but LSU recovers from an 11-point deficit. They end up getting a big lead, and then UCF that rallies. SEC. UC- UCF rallies a little bit late, falls short. I think they lose by eight points. I watched a little bit of it. I was I was very disappointed because I I seen that uh, UCF's quarterback drop back and throw a dime to his wide receiver, only for his receiver to just like drop it, uh, and it would have been a touchdown, and that could have been like the difference in that game for them. Yeah. So next, I mean, we'll talk about your team last. Ohio State dominates Washington. Dominated in the hundred and fifth Rose Bowl, and. And if you've been listening, hook them horns. The quarterback said, we back, baby. Oh, yeah, we I heard back. that, yeah. But somebody got to get the mascots. A little tussle between. <laughs> that, was, that was out of control, man. That, that almost got, what if that, what if that, what if that, what if that would have hooked that little dog? What if it would have hooked somebody, somebody, somebody in general? Somebody else, yeah, right? <laughs> they would have to he put that He broke out of down. the cage. Yeah. He broke out of the cage. He said, you know what, I want Georgia right now. I can't wait no more. <laughs> that, and... and <laughs> That was a little bit of an um, analogy to the game. Yeah, it was a dogfight. It was. Um, Does that say something about Texas, or do you think Georgia didn't really care? What, what, which one wasn't it? I think it's a little bit about Combo? both. Um, heart, Georgia suffered a heartbreaker in their conference championship against Alabama. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts, the savior. It could have It could have been like Georgia coming out motivated like to prove – why they should have been in the college football playoff. But they just they just had the life sucked out of them by Alabama. I didn't even really think that I, they cared, to yeah. be honest. So it's like what we talk about. And these two bowl games that we've, like, just to to get off of that and we talk about bowl season because you know everybody, if you listen to this, I kind of got a little beef with bowl season. The Rose Bowl, prestige, amazing bowl, meaningless game. Sugar Bowl, national championship, prestigious bowl, nothing game. Well, I know they get randomized every year, so... Yeah, because I know, like, they switch them out. Like, the yeah. Rose Bowl was part of the National Championship a few years ago. Yeah, And the Sugar Bowl was, too. So And they'll be, like, sometimes they'll be the semifinal games, like... Because when Texas beat USC, the Ro- it was the Rose Bowl, then that was the National Championship. Yeah, that was, that was, that was still was BCS. Years, that was yeah. still BCS era. Yeah, that was mad long ago. But I want to... They, re- they, like, recycle them or whatever. My yeah, bad. so they switch. Nah, you're good, you're good. <laughs> I just feel like... I've been talking up a storm today. I got a lot to say. You do. You I do. had a lot to say. But I want it before we go off college football and we finally get to some NFL, I want to say shout out to my guy who is from Salem, New Jersey, South Jersey, 856 podcast. Let's pull You know his name? His name's Jonathan Taylor. He plays uh, running back for, for Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Shout out to my He's guy. An animal. Pinstripe Bowl. MVP. He deserves it. He's You've been solid it. all year. We need Wisconsin. to put some respect on South Jersey's name, guys. Oh, yeah, 100%. Put some respect on our name. And it seems like Wisconsin likes getting them Jersey boys because yeah. we've we seen it with Corey Clement yeah. in Wisconsin. But even in the NFL, like the Packers had, I remember they had B.J. Raji. He was from New Jersey, and now yeah. they got Mike Daniels. And we got to say South Jersey because that North Jersey shit, man. We don't even affiliate with y'all. That's a different <laughs> state. That's a completely different Definitely, state that's up there. That's New York. 
But if you're from New York, you feel like those motherfuckers <laughs> are from New Jersey. So they lose, lose. We the real New Jerseyans. Yeah. And then the New Yorkers look at the North Jersey people like, y'all from fucking Jersey. So like the North Jersey people. Y'all some fake New y'all Yorkers. New, y'all fake Jersey people. And y'all fake, fake New, New Yorkers. Yorkers. Y'all, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're from North Jersey, shout out to listening to the podcast, 856. I mean, we rock with you. We the same state. Because New Jersey is disrespected everywhere we go. Yeah. We, we get no credit. The Statue of Liberty, my guys. You know where that's at? New Jersey. You know where the Giants and the Jets play? New Jersey. New Jersey. I went to an Eminem concert, and I was disrespected. We were at MetLife, and these motherfuckers were talking about New York. What up? Yo, you got to go take a bridge over there, motherfucker. This is New Jersey. Yeah, I was uh I was at a New uh, York. I was at a concert in Camden. New York. And he was like it was, Philly. It was the championship tour with Schoolboy Q, Kendrick and all them, right? Philly in the building. And yeah, all of them was like, "Yo, Philly, what up?" Yo. And I'm like, "But we're in New- we're in New Jersey." <laughs> we in South Jersey. Damn. <laughs> Can we get some credit though? We can't though? get a break. Yeah. Philly, what up? What Yo. up, man? This is New Jersey, bro. <laughs> Cut that out. You in the mic screaming Philly like, "What?" <laughs> New Jersey, yeah. you mean? We need some credit. But to wrap up, this podcast might be a little short this weekend. Hey, we got to get it out. We yeah. got to get it out. We yeah. got to get these, so, these people something to listen to. I want to talk about this first. Is Saquon Barkley the rookie of the year yes. or is Baker Mayfield the rookie of the I year? I think it's Saquon Barkley. I know I know you're going to you're going to hate I but, mean, I, I But wait, I, don't they do uh no, they don't they do, do offensive. AFC. They don't do AFC and NFC. Uh, they I'm do offensive of, and defensive rookie of the year. They said that Saquon broke uh, Barkley broke five different records. Yeah, I saw most yards, a, bu- a bunch of different, and I saw that he had a better year than Zeke. Yep, his rookie year. He has he has eight forty yard plays this season. And the Giants' offensive line was in the bottom barrel. Zeke, I'm pretty sure Zeke only has six in his whole career. Saquon, but if you watch the Giants game this year, Saquon's a freak. Yeah, he's done more with less, and he's not a quarterback. No, yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. And 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 to say this, the Giants at that end of that Giants game when they played the Cowboys, there was a minute and like ten seconds left, two timeouts. Eli Manning drops back, throws a funny ass pass. Second down, Eli Manning dropped back, funny ass pass. Third down, Eli Manning drops back, funny-ass pass. Give the ball to Saquon. Yeah. What are we doing? We got two timeouts with a minute. Hand my He's man the ball. Workhorse. Hand my man the ball on first down. Bring it in. Let's run another play. We'll shoot. We'll, then we'll run. Then we'll then we'll try and go downfield. The worst that happens is we um we, we either incomplete pass, the clock stops, or we complete it and we call a timeout. So it's like... Teams, when the when there's a little bit of time, they abandon the run game. Yeah, and they're only they were only down what a, a point? field goal. They, a they, point. they needed a field they, goal, they, yeah. and they started the drive on the fifty yard line. Oh man, it was like the forty eight. I didn't because, even know because that. Dallas got a flag for celebrating, oh, so they had great. to go back on the kickoff, and they and and then the Giants had a really good return. It was like a, it was like the the Cowboys got a flag. And the Giants had a good return. Started the ball on like the 48 or like midfield. Give Saquon the ball. If he can break for a 15, 
12, 13 yard run. Which he has proved that he can do. Like you said, he has, times. he has what? Six? He has eight 40 yard plays this season. If I he believe. gets a 40 yard play right there, you guys win and the Zeke, game, it's over. And Zeke only has six in his career. Eight and 40 yard plays in one season. Give him the ball like 40 I know, yards. I know it's sometimes easier for rookies to come in and dominate with Because no film, tape, minimal tape, nothing like but that. But the Giants' offensive line is, has been bad all year. You're playing again. You're playing alongside Eli Manning, who has been a turnover machine. Um, like I said, I think that Saquon Barkley has done more with less around him. So I think the rookie of the year should go to him, even though Baker does make a very strong case. But I I do agree. I think Baker balled out because Baker holds the record now for most most touchdowns by a rookie, by a rookie right? quarterback. Yeah, I think it's like twenty seven. Peyton Manning's. I'm not was sure it who it was. I'm not sure who it was, but he does hold the the record for which is good. most touchdowns by a rookie quarterback. I mean, he he gave them their first win, right? He led them to their first win first of the season. Um, a 500 season. Did the Browns the Browns lost this week? Didn't they? Yeah, they lost, yeah. but very close football game. So I think they ended points. up they ended out seven, eight, and one. Yeah, better than my team. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Baker Baker is going to be something special. I actually seen that they're ranking like head coaching openings. And for some reason, the Browns isn't number one. And I don't understand why. Because there's so much there to build on. This team can be very scary in that division next year and for years to come. Mainly because of the Steelers literally imploding and going crazy right now. I'm going to be honest. The Steelers deserve everything that's happening to them right now. This this could have been solved in July, in August. Pay your man. Because if I'm Antonio... Well, Antonio Brown already cast out, right? He already got his big break. Yeah. But when you sit on guys like Le'Veon Bell, you kind of... Back to I feel like you. You, you lose the locker room a little bit. Yeah. It's like, yo, Le'Veon... He was he was unde- undeniably if he wasn't the best running back last year he was the second He's, best. Yeah. L- the year before that if he wasn't the best running back he was the second best running back. The year before that if he ain't the best running back he was the second best running back. Undeniable. Yep. He's been in the conversation for the last three years. And it also makes other pe- other players on that team think like, <clears throat> oh well, if this guy can't get the money he deserves. There's no way I'm. What getting makes my you bread. think I'm getting what I deserve? And free agents. Le'Veon Bell has been the best player here for years. I mean, we could argue him Antonio and Antonio Brown, Brown, yeah. But Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon's, is a superstar. Le'Veon's more dynamic than Antonio, though, because yeah. Le'Veon can you can hand him the ball, or you could toss it to him in the flat. That's yeah. what makes that's what makes Le'Veon so valuable because. In in today's NFL, you have to catch and run the ball. Le'Veon Bell runs really good routes too. Yeah, his footwork is phenomenal. He will break your ankles, and he has some of the best pace that I've ever seen. Without the ball in his hand, exactly. So and then so Steelers, you deserve it. Antonio Brown said he got beef with Big Ben. Big Ben said he ain't got beef with no Antonio Brown. But like you said, they're they're imploding right in our eyes. Yep. They went from playoffs, playoffs. To like to watching they're gonna be they're gonna be next to us on the couch, Ant. Yeah. And I'm not even mad. You deserve it. Yep. You Mike deserve Tomlin, it. Yeah. I think I think he should be fired. I said he's on the hot seat, but I don't think it's time to abandon him yet. 
because all that shit that happened to the Steelers this year had nothing to do with him. Yeah, I mean, he probably had a say in Le'Veon Bell's deal. Uh, he probably, but, yeah. but I mean, he's not the one that can say, offer it. But it's but. being, it's, it is naive for me to think that he doesn't have some Any type power. of influence on signing players, not signing players, things like that. But Steelers, I'm gonna keep it real. Y'all deserve it. I want to shout out my guy Lamar Jackson for like the fifth, sixth week in a row. Ravens are in. They're in, and they. <clears throat> They're looking, they're looking pretty good if they can keep that that running game going and play amazing defense. And Lamar Jackson is the person who gave my boy Baker Mayfield that L. Yep. He said, "Yo, Baker, you can hold that L. Hugh Jackson ain't on my team, fam. You ain't gonna be staring at all. <laughs> you ain't gonna be staring on my sideline, my guy." For now, <clears throat> uh, I think Baker will get the best of him in the the years. Oh to yeah, come. of course. I think I think Baker is. Obviously, the better player, like by a mile. Lamar is f- more fun. T- I don't know. Baker is fun to watch too, though. Oh yeah, he brings that 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 Brett Favre energy. Um, but did you I see that him he hung up? up on? I seen him hung. They said I seen a little thing that he said that he hung up on Brett Favre's agent. <laughs> did you see him? Da- did you see Lamar Jackson dab up Kodak? Yeah, Black? Kodak. <laughs> Kodak Black. What's he doing in Ma- What's he doing in Baltimore? <laughs> He said, I seen something like, oh, Lamar Jackson has Kodak Black. So with that being said, Kodak Black, shout out to Kodak Black. But it looks like the Carolina Panthers are going to bring bring back Ron Rivera for the 2019 season. Yeah, after I put after all that mess, the Panthers expect Ron Rivera to be their head coach in 2019. Um, He's not a bad coach. They just had like... A very very bad year. They started what six and two, uh, lost what like six or seven straight games, and then it took for the Saints to rest their starters for them to to beat them in week seventeen. Uh, they got they got some stuff to figure out. Um, yeah, on both sides of the football with Cam Newton, and they have a they have an aging defense. It's time for Cam Newton to um to get his shit together. Yeah. Cause the year he won the MVP, he's a seller himself now. Yeah. It, it's it's not MVP Cam Newton. Cam Newton struggled this year. Is it Ron Rivera's fault that Cam Newton throws the ball over people's heads? Nope. Is it Ron Rivera's fault? Well, it's Ron Rivera's fault that we have Christian McCaffrey and we don't run the ball in the red zone. Like we could blame him for that. Gotta put the ball in his hands when it matters. So, the Carolina Panthers do have, I would say, a lot of work. I want to talk about one team real quick. The Atlanta Falcons. How do you feel about them this year? The, the, that team was so wissy-wassy this year, I didn't really know where to gauge them at. Before, before I came here, I was thinking about the teams last year that made the playoffs. In the NFC, there was three from the NFC South. We had the Saints. We had the Panthers. And we had the Falcons. Yeah, I remember. I remember all three of them getting in this year. Now, and it's like now they're like now we got three from the NFC East. No, 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 no. We got two from two. the NFC East, yeah. and then we got the other wild card team is Seattle. Oh, so two yeah. from the NFC oh. West. I'm yo. I'm a call crazy prediction. Seattle might make a little noise, yo. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's not a crazy prediction at all. That's not an easy win. Which which I think Seattle can. They play good defense, obviously. That's the formula. Playing good defense, running the ball, scoring a decent amount of points. Russell Wilson has a lot of playoff experience. We've seen that. He he a little bit of a vet. Let's be like So and I think behind Drew Brees he has the most in the NFC. Behind Drew Brees. The most experienced, yeah, because we got golf, rookie, damn near rookie to the playoffs. He made it last year, lost. Um, we got Seattle with Russell Westbrook. We got Drew Wilson. Brees, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, what the? Drew Brees, we got Dak Prescott. Foles. And Nick Foles. And then who would, that's the five teams, right? And uh, then we got, uh oh, <laughs> Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky. Ah, so, so it's safe to say that Drew Brees... And my guy Russell Wilson, but, but you can you can argue the fact maybe Wilson has a little bit more experience considering he's been to two Super Bowls and Bree's only been to one. Yeah, probably. But but Drew's a vet. Yeah, yeah. I, I would take Drew over Russell w- Wilson. Yeah, I'm gonna say Westbrook again. And then in the AFC we got Patrick Mahomes, the vet, the vet of TB all time. 12. TB12. Deshaun Watson, younger guy, and then we have um, Philip Rivers, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, and Andy Luck. I knew it. I knew Andrew they would get Luck. In. I knew they would get in. Yo, man, Andrew Luck, you. like three years ago, he was on every single Direct TV commercial. He was everywhere. I like to see Andrew Luck back. I'm happy for Andrew Luck. He 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 was fighting a crazy injury. Yeah, that that team is like my dark horse right now. Um, yeah. I would love. I don't I see love, him going too far, though. I would love to see them in it. I would love to see them in it because Andrew Luck is amazing to watch. Um, people overlook him, I think, at this point because of that injury. But this season, I'm pretty sure that the Colts are like the third team ever to make it to the playoffs after starting like what is it, one and five or something like that. Oh. I think that's what I've seen about that. So shout out to the Colts. Shout out to the Colts because they. That's been a good season. That's a crazy season. Amazing football. Yo, Colts Steelers. Colts did the exact opposite of what the Steelers did. Mm. Yeah, and don't be surprised if Le'Veon Bell goes to the Colts. Oh, that would be a power move. Hilton. That would Luck. be a power move. Eric Ebron. That gives them. That gives the Bell. Colts that 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 dynamic that they. I mean, their running back was pretty good this year, but there's no Le'Veon Bell. No, no, not at all. And then it takes pressure off your defense. Um, yeah. So if Le'Veon Bell goes there, it's, would, they're gonna run it for a, a decent amount of time. That'd be crazy. And I, and I know you want to talk about some head coach positions that that are available out there this year. Yeah, a uh, bunch of teams. Well, not a bunch, but decent amount of teams have gotten rid of their coaches. This week, uh, the Dolphins fired their coach. Um, who else? I think yeah, we got Dolphins, Tampa Cardinals, Bay, Car- uh, Packers, Cardinals, Broncos, Jets, Dolphins, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this in when, when I'm gonna do it in post. If you if you are um a WWE fan from back in the day, finally the Rock. It's like finally. <laughs> The Bengals let go of my guy. Finally. Damn. Thank uh, the Lord. Oh, my goodness. This is five years too late. Too late. late. Exactly. Exactly. He hasn't won a playoff game ever. 
the hell are you still keeping this dude around for? He he could do anything there. But fi- finally. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. I mean, Bengals, I think it's a smart move. Yeah. Finally get rid of him. Rebirth for them. Get someone that I heard. I just seen that Vance Joseph is interviewing. So I'm just like, that's not really much of an upgrade. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we'll talk about this for the la- last topic. We'll, we'll just go through them. And I want to hear... At the end of this segment, I want to hear your Super Bowl prediction. So the first game we got on Saturday, we got two games Saturday, two games Sunday. We got the Colts versus Texans. And who you got? Because I'll say who I got too. The Colts. I'm going Texans. All I right. think they'll they'll keep it rolling. And then the second game that night, prime time, we're going to Jerry World. The Seattle Seahawks are going to face off against the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like the Cowboys struggle in primetime games. And I'm going to say this. I got Seahawks. I have Seattle as well. Like I said, the experience as opposed to Russell Wilson Yo, ta- and Dak Prescott. The experience is there with, with Wilson, and he, he, he makes it happen. He he makes it happen. He he's, does. He's, no he's matter a great what. player. Colt Beasley, what a play. Did you see the play at the end of the Giants game? Yeah. That was a hell of a play. Yeah. Cole Beasley, we haven't done it in two weeks. I just want to say congratulations. congratulations. That saved the game. Yep. The Cowboys went from being trash to 10-6. and six. Yeah. It's 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 weird. Trash? 10-6? and six? You know like, what? Week four, we were getting Dak Prescott the fuck out of here. You know what? I was thinking, like, the, the Cowboys, I feel like the Cowboys saved the Eagles season because... If if the Cowboys would have lost, I feel like the the Bears would have rested their starters because they would have yeah. been they would have been locked in for number three seed already. Mm-hmm. So if they lost, it doesn't matter. But since the Cowboys won, the the pressure was on the Bears to keep their their seed. So if the Bears would have rested their starters against the Vikings, the Vikings probably would have won, and the Eagles wouldn't have gotten in. So I think the Cowboys kind of like did the Eagles a favor. Yeah. But I will pick the Seahawks against the Cowboys. Oh, so we agree. So, on Saturday night at 8.15. And then on Sunday, this is we weird. have the Chargers-Ravens. Oh, man. The Ravens just, beat the Chargers. We just saw this game a couple weeks ago. And that was a good game, too. It's hard to it's hard to pick a rookie in a playoff game. I'm going to – I'm going to – I got to do it. Did I just say San Diego Chargers? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I you might have. have. I might We've have. both said it multiple times. On so, here. Don't be offended, go first, Los Ant. Angeles Chargers fans. Go first, Ant. Who you got? Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers, too. Chargers. I think I think the difference in this game will be Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he's back. That gives the Chargers that dynamic that he hasn't had all year long. Yep. And then... The late game, uh oh, four o'clock. Not really, they don't even got a primetime game this Sunday. Windy City. We got the Philadelphia Eagles, Chicago Bears. I'm gonna be honest, Eagles fans. I want to pick Nick Foles. Me too, but I'm going Chicago. Yeah, the defense may be a magic. little too much. Go ahead, Ant. I, you, like you were saying, that defense may be a little bit too much for them to handle. They stopped the run. They're sti- apparently they're statistically better than the '85 Chicago Bears. Don't quote me on that, but that's uh, what I've heard. Uh. 
And you know how that defense is like all time great. Uh, we talk about the Bears. The Bears. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Philly, but if you guys win this game, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna, they're gonna come for me because I haven't picked them in weeks. And if the <laughs> Eagles, if the Eagles win this game, I think it does something for Philly. Yeah, they're they're probably gonna be kicking down. Uh, Light poles and shit again and breaking shit. I think, like I mean, last I just, year. yeah, yeah, that too. But I think if the Eagles can get this, that may be the momentum they need. But I think it will be naive to think that the Eagles can do it again, can can beat those teams that are sitting ahead of them. Because Eagles, Seahawks, I would take Seahawks. Eagles, 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 Rams, that may be their best chance of winning at all. Yeah, and it's if a they little, face the Rams. It's a little bit different this this postseason because they had what, the number one seed last year? For the Eagles, yeah. They had home field advantage. They were playing in Philly, so it makes you know, it makes it harder for them being number six and literally having to go out every week on the road. Yeah, and with then, their banged up roster, and your first stop is the Bears with that defense. Yeah, that's gonna be. It's a, it's very tough to pick the Eagles in this game. I'm gonna say this: if the Bears get to Nick Foles early, it's gonna be ugly. Yeah, the game will be ugly if they're they're if they force a bunch of turnovers. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be the Bears game. The Bears will win off turnovers. Yeah. Um, but. I wouldn't I, I'm not counting the Eagles out too much like I say every week. This game is gonna be closer than a lot of people think. I because, think all these games are gonna be pretty close. Because to be the the Bears offense has a little bit of creativity with Cohen and and Howard, but Mitchell Trubisky's not really like that special. He's not like No, he's not amazing. He's That's not what, like a three hundred and fifty yard thrower every I think, couple games. Yeah, and I think we both agree that the Bears season is going to be... It's like when the Bears... This is the same, almost identical when the Bears played the Colts in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Bears are going to ride that defense to the Super Bowl if they go to the Super Bowl. Rex Grossman played in a Super Bowl, guys. Do you remember who Rex Grossman in? Rex Grossman. Florida Florida quarterback. Florida quarterback. Side to the Gators. Gross. But the game... <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Rex Grossman's game was gross. Yeah. It was terrible. But they did have a little good running back that year. Then they had, oh, what was, was it? Was it Forte? Oh, my God, no. It wasn't Forte? B- Bert, no. Something with a B. Oh. Oh. Anthony, football guy. I don't know. But I don't see. I'm going to tell you. I mean, to finish up this segment, I'm telling you my Super Bowl prediction right here. Who is it? Who you got? You want to hear what Dariq said? What did he say? Derek's Super Bowl prediction was Patriots Saints. Patriots Saints. And he had Drew Brees taking it home this year. All right. I'm going to say New Orleans is going to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. The AFC? This is what I've been waiting for. <sighs> Not the Patriots. No? Not the Patriots this year. I don't think they got it. So, you don't think the Patriots can go into Kansas City and win? Oh, they can. Easily. But we might not even see Kansas City get out of the divisional round. So, who would Kansas City play if they... if, if who Who's Kansas City play? Kansas City the one seed? Yes, they so have they, a first round bye. So, Kansas City would end up playing the winner between... 
Well, it depends. Oh yeah, because if the Texans because if the Colts win, if the Colts win, they automatically play Kansas City because okay. they are the lowest. Yeah, seed they're the in worst the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, and I think Kansas City would beat them. I don't, man. I don't even know if I have an AFC pick yet because I, you know what, my heart's telling me deep down, Chargers. That's what it was telling me a week ago. But you're never going to get you the Ravens. You're never, no, not even the Ravens. Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, I'm saying, I'm deep. saying Chiefs, Saints, and I'm going to agree with the Reek. Drew Brees wins the Super Bowl this year. All right. Um, I I will agree on the Saints winning the Super Bowl, but I think it would be either against the Patriots. You or can the, never count out the Patriots. Or don't don't hate me, but I think it would either be against the Patriots or the the Colts. The Colts? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, man, I'm high on them, bro. Everybody. They're who, who, who's the? Oh, go go go. They're scary right now. They're hot. Andrew Luck is playing his best football. Watch the f- Andrew. Make sure you go fuck. Make sure you go weigh those footballs, fam. <laughs> yeah, don't be deflating them because you know the Tom Brady and them, the Patriots, aka Cedars, Chris Padilla. I hope you're listening. Fuck the Padriots, Chris. Fuck the Patriots, dog. <laughs> nah, Boston fans. If I ever go to Boston, y'all gonna fuck me up. <laughs> we can't go I, there together. The Celtics. I hate him. You saw what happened when Tyreek Hill went to Boston. They were throwing beer at him when he scored that touchdown. Yeah, that's nasty. Boston fans are nasty in yeah. general. But I think those those fans got charges against him and all that. Good. Too. Good. So, my Super Bowl prediction to wrap up the episode. I got Saints Chiefs. Saints winning the Super Bowl. And Pat Mula 50 got. I'm going to go Saints, Patriots, Drew Brees, and the Saints win by 10 points. And Drew Brees is the MVP. Okay. And he rides off into the sunset with two Super Bowls. Exactly wins. what I was going to say. If Drew Brees wins the Super Bowl, is this it? Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. He broke all these records. Uh, he arguably, he, he puts himself into that GOAT conversation, which he's already in, but it's it's going to it's gonna get crazy for the playoffs. And I, I really hope the Saints win. Yeah. I, I would not be mad at all. Yeah, so... With that being said, we want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you. If you don't yet, follow us on social media. Pat Muller 50, 856 Philly, Baby Gomez 06. This week's going to be fun in the NFL. It is. We didn't really talk much NBA, but we're going to get into that, guys. Don't worry. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Baby Gomez 06. Yep, go make sure you go check that out. We're going to we're going to come out with some videos eventually, but we'll figure it out. But episode 15 this is Big Brother Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, January 3rd. Thank you for listening everybody.